Welcome to another episode of the morning show. This is actually episode five. I count it this week. <laughs> Welcome back. One, two, three, four, five. That's right. We spit hot fire. Hot fire. Hot I'm fire. Your host, Chuck, and this is the other illustrious host over here. <laughs> I gotta get used to that. I know it's still married, man. I'm oh, gonna catch up one day. One day, one day, one day. Thank you for joining us on the Sabbath morning show. Um, happy Sabbath, happy day. Definitely. And, well, we're here to talk about everything that's happened this week in our church, in the state, in the city, in the whole world. And it's a lot. It's a lot, man. It's, it's a lot. Sense of it, like two Christian bros, man. It's it's, it. Yeah, it's like um, I was thinking about that too. It's like how often do people have like real you know um real conversations um and i know we do right exactly we because we be in church i think this is this is this is our way of um of uh coping Uh (laughs) normally normally we be in church till about five o'clock just kicking it so um and i don't think a lot of people do that kind of stuff so, uh, you know, I, I definitely can um, appreciate these conversations. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. So where do we begin, man? Where, where do we begin? I, well, as always, I think we begin with a short word of prayer. Kind of heavily, Father, thank you for gracing us um, with, with all your blessings. Uh, continue to keep us. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. That's all it takes, brother. 10 seconds. He already know. He already know. He he definitely knows, man. And I'm excited to get into today's show. We're going to talk about everything that's happened. We're going to talk about music again, you know, Mm -hmm. I love. And we're going to talk about the uh our guest speaker from the August Live uh series, Terrence Taylor. Terrence Taylor. He will be on here shortly. Pastor TT. I don't know if he goes by that. I don't know. <laughs> T squared. T uh, squared, bro. Oh. I thought I thought you was an engineer. It's a little bit early, you know. So maybe my math is is off, but we'll we'll, we'll, we'll talk to him and see what what nickname he prefers. Oh, and a lot of things that you know, kids is going back to school. Um, sports for somehow somehow is still going. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> they doing it, man. I watched the, the game. They're they doing social distancing. So uh, listen, man. Yeah, maybe like, somehow, I hope we taking notes as a church. How does come back? <laughs> we need a bubble. We need a bubble. And Can we get a bubble? A bubble. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Um, so yeah, so let's get back to the music, man. You know, we always, you know, that's that's the that's the spot. Um, so this week, I was listening to. The rest of the one one six summer. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. um, yeah. Which I didn't like. Oh, 
You didn't like the new Wade. She was on there. She was there. Uh, it was all right. Her. You know what? I, immediately what I started thinking was, whatever happened to Jen? <laughs> <laughs> why, they play, why they play that brother, man? I don't know, man. I haven't you know, heard. He was like a kid. He was like a kid. Like, all I want to do is be in 116. Yeah, I know. But it just never, it never happened. And 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 some of that stuff on there, man. And I think what it is, man, I'm showing my, I'm showing my colors. <laughs> I'm showing my colors, man. I couldn't, um, some of that new stuff. And I was like, ah. Yeah, ah. man. I, it's, it's true, man. Some of the new music I can't get with, but that's why I listen. On top of, you know, last week we created a new music playlist. Yep, yep. yep I don't know, yep, I don't know yep. if you got a chance to peep it. We created one just for our fans, all the new music, because I don't know if you like us. We can't all, we don't always know what's out and available. So we went out of our way to create our favorite, uh, you know, music picks. Let me add now, that so y'all can see. So this is just a few of the hits that we put on there that, that's out and about. And but, if you notice, and if you notice, that list got a little deeper this week. Um, <laughs> there's some international tracks on there, man. Um, what I find myself doing with music is branching out. And I know some people are branching toward the contemporary stuff, which is cool. Um, and I find myself more likely branching out towards the, um, you know, the Carib Caribbean, Afro-Caribbean and like that stuff. And so there's a, um, you know, there's some 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 stuff from Nigeria, some stuff from Ghana in there. So, you know, we're an international church, bro. Exactly, man. And, you know, speaking of that, you know, uh, Kirk Franklin did the remix to uh, Love yep. Theory. And I was going to get to that. I, I, I don't know if I'm a fan of it, but it does uh, have that Caribbean mix melody to it in the background. I got Wyclef John. Uh, you know what I say track. to stuff like that? What I mm -hmm. say to stuff like that? Mm -hmm. We ain't the audience. <laughs> that's right it wasn't intended for us i was not the intended audience at for that for that uh for that track and so i can appreciate the fact that you know they was doing it to be honest i couldn't even get to the part where wyclef was was whatever he did yeah he, he did a little he did a little rap a little something on it but i think it was just more of his influence than you know being there yeah but to that point you know if you like us you know you can't necessarily get with the new music we went out of our way just to come up with what we call fan favorites, all-time classics. You know what I mean? We got everything, just like Cornell was saying, we got everything from Lauren Daigle, who I know was shout out here last week, to mm -hmm. the Heritage Singers, to acapella, to African worship and praise. We got we got everything, man. Everything. It's, it's 110 songs, and that's just the, the tip of the iceberg. And you see that? You see that in the top right corner? Got that T. Marie, Trinity 313, representing from Detroit Center. Exactly. What up, though? We got her tracks on there. So definitely take the time to, to check it out. Get your worship on. Get your praise on. It got something for everyone. It's not just one style, one genre. Listen, secretly, it even got country music on there. Oh, see. To those who enjoy. Any, <laughs> anything but country. <laughs> anything but country and and you know that actually brings an interesting point you know we talk about you know worshiping together and i know we're going to get into it when uh pastor taylor gets on here but we talk about worshiping together and you know having a a 
a joint worship experience with people from all nations, all, you know, tongues, everything. But the stopping point for a lot of us is the music. Once the <laughs> once we hear it's like, that's what y'all play in y'all church? He's like, wait, wait. Listen, I was at a church once where there was a conversation about bringing drums in the church mm. and people started leaving. <laughs> they didn't, and, and so, I, so again, they didn't have them. They only started talking about it. And as soon as they started talking about it, gone. I'm out of here. I don't know what you're doing, but you ain't doing it with me. That's the devil's music. Not today. Not I'm today. out of here. Not today. <laughs> Not today. And I was yeah. like, wow, this, this is, and I was a visitor to that church. And so I think part of that too is like when you think about when people visit your church, what experience are they getting? Um, like going back to what you said about this shared worship experience and the blessing um, that we've been able to see, like, like the pastor was saying, right? God is doing something and we can't see it. And right. so, um, you know, this COVID thing happened and instead of church uh, attendance going down, we saw the audience grow. Right. And so God is telling us, you know, uh, what I would like to think is God is telling us that we need to be doing more to reach out. Yeah. And and, and I think that that takes a, like what he was saying, a reimagining, you know what I'm saying? Like when we, when we talk about, you know, even not just, you know, worship or, or even uh, uh liturgy your whole service it's yep. uh it takes a, a reimagining i think and i know uh pastor uh, terrence knows about it. there was fusion at andrews where it was like this blend of different styles of music and being at andrews i mean you couldn't help but experience other cultures and i think you know mm. for me I, i've lived in japan and i've traveled in france and all these other countries and seeing how people worship and at the end of the day it's, it's still Jesus centered, but we get so hung up sometimes in some of our differences and we should embrace our differences. Right. I mean, we should. I we're not we supposed should. to be the same, but we're supposed to, Oh, you're that's different. That's, that's cool. But that's not the approach that uh, unfortunately no. a lot of us. Uh, not over here. Son. <laughs> yeah. It's like, you know what? You're different. I'm going to a church. That's the one. That's how I like it. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. You're like, Whoa, Whoa, Whoa. People, people, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So leave in the comment section some of your experiences, some of the things that you've seen that are cool, some of the even maybe even some of the negative experiences you've right. had going to different churches or trying to do something different, even within maybe your your home church. And what are some of the things that you you would like to see your church do? And I mm -hmm. think that's that's the thing. I think oftentimes people get caught up and want to complain about what they ain't doing. Um, when again, we're we are the church. That's right. We are the church. And so if we are the church and we start to think about what things we would like to see, that means that we need to do uh, some of that work. Not not the pastor, not the elders, um, the body of Christ. I think that's a hard concept for a lot of people. Um, and when we say stuff like, well, the church ain't doing A, B and C, people immediately think about the building. Well, we're doing this. We're doing that's right. that. COVID closed the church. No, it didn't. No, it didn't. No, it didn't. <laughs> no, it didn't. No, it didn't. Therefore, welcome to our church. That's you right. Man. Boom. 
this experience. So what else? Uh, what, what what were some of the things that you you saw in the news this week that, uh, from your uh, Christian perspective? <laughs> <laughs> man, this week we had so much happening, man. With the, this election, it's just been interesting to see the different changes. I know everyone's like, "Oh man, don't talk about politics," but. <laughs> but I will say, of course, go vote. Whatever side of the you, you 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 stay on, go vote, support. Don't just talk about it, be about it. But I, I think it's interesting that politics can drive such a separation, even within the within the church. And we forget, you know, sometimes whose team we're we're on. Mm. I mean, it's uh it's sad. I mean, I know I definitely know I have relatives that I just can't talk politics with because they'd be like ah the democrats blah 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 like all the republicans blah 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 and it's like i just wanted to talk about this one point (laughs) right right. like so so my one point even and which is interesting because i think it's it's easier to pull one point you could talk about covid you could talk about other stuff but for me this week the one point that was really interesting was the fact that and and i am i'm stretching a little bit Mm. But the takeaway from this experience was the government has banned Black history. So, the, so, if, so if I was to write a headline, it would be like, government bans Black history. And so I don't know if you saw it, no. uh, but this week there was two things that happened, right? So I, I am a federal employee, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and there's been a whole lot of... Uh, emails going through back and forth about these new initiatives about diversity trainings and inclusion training and they want like these black experience stuff to happen and they want to be like they want like learning sessions all that stuff and then on the education side i don't know if you knew this there's this thing called the 1619 project which is a curriculum that teaches that -hmm. that essentially teaches what we all should have been learning Right. And so this whole time. Right. So we've had this separation of black history and American history. And the 1619 Project brings it all together and says we're going to teach the good, the bad, the ugly of American history. Well, the government said "Mm -mm, that's (laughs) un-American. And if if your school teaches the 1619 Project, you're going to lose funding. Mm. And if you're a federal agency trying to do these inclusivity trainings, that's un-American. No, uh-huh. we done with it. So it was like, wow, right? And so, yeah. wow. Yeah, man, and that, and that's, that's just crazy. And that's, but you know what's even crazier is that sometimes, not all churches, but some churches take that same approach. I won't call churches out, but there's some that's definitely been, does a, does a, all lives matter type approach, but not in a good way where we're going to celebrate and, and embrace all lives, but we're going to say, ah, don't talk about that stuff in here. Yep. There's only, so, there's only one heaven. That's it. <laughs> 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 we get, there's people that get so far hung up in the, in the, in the future. And it's like, yes, we know we're all going to heaven. That's what we want. That's who we want to be with. But right now, I'm still, we're still in the segregated conferences. You know what I'm saying? Like there's still, Absolutely. There's Absolutely. still these, these things that are happening. People are like, ah, don't worry about that. We'll fix it all when we get to the other side. Absolutely. It's cool. Don't worry about that. Only thing that matters is that we're teaching Jesus. But like, are you teaching Jesus? Like, right. Because if the experience 
is what Jesus is telling us to have with people. And these are the experiences that we're promoting. Like, are we really, it's, it's, it's almost like, it made me think about that, um, you know, that, 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 that passage where he talks about, I'd rather you be hot or cold. Right. 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 You know, and it's kind of like, what are you doing? Like trying to play very safe, stay in the pocket. (laughs) (laughs) But not all churches are doing that though. And we're going to coming up here. We're going to talk to a a pastor whose church is about that life. And uh, we want to hear his thoughts and definitely we want to hear, we want you to be part of the conversation. So definitely leave your comments and your thoughts about the church's involvement with Black Lives Matter or with unity or with any kind of the social uh, activism that's happening in our country uh, today. But uh, first, let, let, hold on before we do that. Oh, quick, oh, let's oh, look, oh. We got some comments that we saying. Oh, okay. So things, people were talking about um, the, the, their church experiences. Um, uh, Asia Thompson says that in Germany, the potluck has meat. Oh, they, no. They oh, got no. meat. They got meat. <laughs> Yeah, man, people, and that's the thing, man, people don't realize that not not every worship experience is the same country to country, even state to state, when you go right, out to, right, to right, Cali or right. reverse here. I remember even when I went to Australia, like the um, the church was like on this campus and everyone was like in like flip-flops and like there everyone's about to go to the beach after but we got a bomb word before <laughs> like this dude, <laughs> this dude spoke and like it was amazing. I was like, I wish I could do this every week, hear an amazing sermon and then go to the beach. Like, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yo, and, and so like even my experience when I was in um when I was living in Hawaii, like, you know, we go to church and the pastor was like, oh, we like, like, let's go um pick some fruit from the uh from I was like, pick some fruit. It's like, okay, all right, yeah. I'm with it. Especially because exactly. it was mango, so I was all in it. Mangoes are what's up, man. So, so yeah, and then we had another comment said we've been uh, singing with drums and the song was shut down. Whoa, yeah, man. People don't people don't play with that type of stuff in some of these churches, man. Whoa. They 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 not they not with it. Whoa, and I, and I think it's okay to to have your preferences, but what's not okay is to be like, let me show you why and misuse scripture to prove my point and beat you that, over the head with it. Bah, yeah. bah, bah, bah. And even if you, even if it is scripturally based, I think it's again our approach. I mean, that's the same reason we can't, you know, be rocking yeah. around beating people up with the Bible just even in their sin. That's not going to bring people to Christ. That's, no, not, how, no, that's no. not how Jesus reached that's out how to he others. Rolled, he, son. That's that not how he rolled. And I think people forget that that brother was an activist, right? Out there speaking for the oppressed. Mm-hmm. And um, you know. Again, like this idea, like what are we doing to seek those who need to be saved, right? And we instead of seeking, we beaten. That's that's true, <laughs> man. That that's definitely true, man. So we're gonna get into it real quick, though. We gotta pay these ads, you know. We uh, <laughs> we still we still working for the equivalent of iHeartRadio right now. So we gotta right. <laughs> we gotta tell you what's going on in the church. But gladly we we do this. So at first, of course, you don't want to miss out on the humble greatness. That's the sermon series that's happening right now. We got uh, Pastor, our own Pastor Ron Sidney. He's bringing that hot fire word. You don't want to miss that out today at eleven o'clock. Yes, and then yeah. uh, what else? We what else we got today? Pernell, 
Uh, we have our praise uh, experience, outdoor worship praise experience going on at Pontiac mm-hmm. Southside Church. Um, it's gonna be. Um, it's gonna. They're gonna bring that high five for you, singing. You know, an experience we haven't done anything like this. You know, it's uh, never ever, been done ever, ever, ever. ever. So it will definitely be an experience. <laughs> <laughs> but it'll be a blessed one. So you definitely want to bring your family. Please remember to social distance while you're there. Masks aren't required they right outside, they but when you're inside, you got a worm. Huh? They, got hula, they got hula hoops out there? Uh, they got some way to mark, you know, where you need to be. Make sure people stay, you know, six feet from each other. No hugs, just wave. No hugs, no hugs. Just wave. We know you, we know you Christian people. <laughs> Always want to greet somebody with a holy hug. Right. And then we got a new praise team video, right? That's we dropping do. today. We do. How you get that, man? You know, it's it's. I don't want to get into my secrets, but you know. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, wait a minute, bro! I just finished editing that thing this morning. (laughs) (laughs) So we got a new praise team video. I think that drops at twelve thirty. Um, and of course we got exercise with friends happening on Sunday. So definitely come out and uh, be a part of that. So, yeah, man, I still haven't been to that. I need to go. I definitely got, what'd you call it? The the (laughs) COVID-19? Yeah, you got that COVID. You probably got a COVID-15. Like five here, five there. Exactly. um, I definitely got COVID-15. If I could drop this COVID-15, I'd be all right, man. But you know what? When we stuck in the house, the potato chips, what's your your chip of choice, brother? Uh, Barbecue, man. That's what I'm about. I'm about that barbecue. Barbecue baked? Ah, uh, nah, honey barbecue. You know, I'm very. Oh, uh, but have you had the sweet heat? Better made, brother. Better made. Detroit. Listen, I'm all about you better made and Fago, man. They, 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 they know. You have been indoctrinated. Welcome to Detroit. <laughs> what up, though? <laughs> and by the by the way, we're gonna live stream that uh, outdoor worship experience. So you definitely, if you can't come out there, if you're too nervous about the coming out during the COVID, we understand. That's why we're going to broadcast it to you live so you can experience If you got too many kids and you can't corral them, maybe they need to get some leashes, man. We need to have some help people out, (laughs) keep their kids together, get some of them baby leashes. (laughs) But yeah, man, (laughs) that'll be happening. Speaking of singing, I got a special clip from our our next guest that's coming up. I know some of y'all knew he preached, but I don't know if y'all knew he sang. So take a look at this right before we bring him on. Here's a here's a, a snippet. Welcome to the show. Welcome, welcome, brother. Thank you, man. What a privilege, man. I love the show. The morning show is incredible. I've been sitting there watching and listening. I love the concept, man. This is this has got to go worldwide. I love it. I'm with it. I'm with it. 
I'm with it. it, but but Joe Budden done messed up the Spotify network, so we we don't know what we're gonna do. Oh, <laughs> he done blew up the podcast spot. He done blew man. up the spot. Oh man, <laughs> yeah. So what's good, yeah. Pastor? So man, let, let's let everybody know where you're from. Uh, what the church is. Man, well, I better shout out that uh, I'm a son of Lake Region, born and raised in uh, Minneapolis, Minnesota. Um, actually spent a couple summers in Detroit. Uh, my parents, my, my grandparents live in um, South Bend. So um, I had some family in Detroit. So we spent a couple summers in Detroit, mostly in, inside in the evening because we couldn't be outside at night. <laughs> <laughs> Back in the 80s. <laughs> right, right, right. Um, but now I live in uh, Washington State, Eastern Washington State. Uh, in a town called Pasco, which is about uh, 45 minutes from Walla Walla University. So, and about three hours from Seattle, three hours from Portland. So it's uh, called the Tri-Cities. It's three cities out here. And uh, I pastor a church called the New Movement Church. Mm. And uh, yeah, it's, it's good out here. Well, we know we, we're dealing with a lot of smoke. So my eyes look like I've been on tour with Snoop, but it's been, a, <laughs> it's been a good experience out here. I've learned so much. And I, I do really do. I got to plug it, man. This show is dope. I love the concept, man. This is exactly what uh, we're all about is, is using your gifts, using your creativity, and then just building building these communities that enjoy, you know, your gifts. And this is this has been the, the best church moment I've had in, in a while. Oh, sure. appreciate that. Appreciate that. Well, well, we definitely appreciate that, man. One of the things that I want to bring to attention, uh, the church moment, church moments that I recently experienced that I thought was amazing is what your church did. And I didn't even know until uh, I was looking your church up the other day. You guys shut down for a Sabbath in peace and solidarity of what was happening. Can, can mm. you talk about a little bit about that? How, how, how did that come about? You know, I, it, was, it was actually my, my worship leader's um, uh, thought, and I think it was kind of flowing, floating around. And I think the week that, you know, the NBA had shut down um, and solidarity and protest, you know, I think we just felt a certain way. So we, we're at a state conference, you know, which, which means that, you know, we're, we're one of just a, really a few, only two uh, historically regional black churches in our, in our particular state conference. So a lot of the issues that have been national, global, uh, have really been uh, our issues, to say it that much. Not that there hasn't been a sensitivity by the other churches, but just not a, much more so an intentional work. And so we just really, it just really kind of came uh, as, a, as a comment she made to me. And I said, man, I, I was just wrestling with it all week, or all day, that whole day, and just text the team. Um, because we had, we know, we meet every week. Our team meets every week, and you know, we talk about these issues all the time. And I had asked a couple of weeks ago, just you know, how much could we lean into Black Lives Matter? How much, you know, permission do I have? And they were like, "Let's go for it." So, man, text it out, and we just, we just, so we, it was, a, it was a, actually a sign of resistance to say, "No more business as usual." You, you cannot ignore what's happening, and then, um, and just allow. Our churches to go back so that was really what we wanted to do and uh, make a strong statement that black lives matter and i had to really touch you being you know right there in portland and um from minneapolis having that experience too um yeah did, so did you how did how did you share that experience with your church 
So I this summer, um, I, I knew I needed just to take a little bit of time off. And uh, my mom and my brother actually still live there. My brother and his wife are doing really great. Uh, they have a great couple of restaurants, actually. Sobo and Bad Wings. Um, and he's got this whole network of young Black Adventist, you know, entrepreneurs and business people. But we went and um, I actually went to Minneapolis for a couple, about a week, week, about two weeks and got a chance to go. And I really needed to go. And I went over to George Floyd Square. And much of how I am shaped in my call to ministry has been developed in community uh, activism and, and advocacy. So I got the chance to go and kind of reconnect and just touch the ground and really see how God had shaped me. And that's kind of what really, really reconnected me um, to, to the depth of how much I wanted to speak out and leave the church. But I shared that experience with them. They know I was going when I got back. And I just, I just love the way where our church is right now and the, and the support I have with the team. And uh, it's been really good and really just pushing the gospel forward. Oh, amen, brother. Amen. I think we need to definitely see more of that. Has, how, how has COVID impacted um, your ministry and your activism? You know, I got hit early with a really cold text. Um, and it's um it's Matthew, it's Matthew 5. Let me see, I'll pull it up real quick. Early in the COVID season, this thing hit me so hard, man. Um, because I think the church, there's three things I think the church need to talk about and need to address that aren't addressing. Um, sexuality, hmm. political economics, and race. And I think that's because that's what the public is, space is talking about. Hmm. And if we don't talk about it and really have something to say, I think for the first time in history, we have an opportunity to really be invited to the to the conversation. And so we're not really, we haven't engaged maybe collectively. And those are issues we've got to, we've got to talk about. So we've been a little, uh, you know, talking about that over the last um, year or so anyway. But uh, where's that? Matthew 5, yeah. 23 and 24, man. Here's what it said. Uh, where's it go? There we go. Got the analog, I got the digital. So if you're, if you're, <laughs> Got the analog and the digital version. <laughs> it said, I, so I use the NLT. It says, so if you are presenting a sacrifice at the altar in the temple and you suddenly remember that someone has something against you, leave your sacrifice there at the altar. Go mm-hmm. and be reconciled to that person. Then offer, then come and offer your sacrifice to God. And that thing hit me so early, man, that the church is on pause, right? Because, and I, and I spoke really mostly to uh, the white church, that somebody has something against you, mm. right? Mm. So don't, don't go back to church. Don't come back to worship until you get that thing figured out. Mm. And I think it's an opportunity to, for us to reconcile, oh, yeah. even, as, even as Black people, to reconcile among ourselves, to, to let's talk about these issues of anti-Blackness that show up and how we are critical of our worship style and stuff like that. Let's 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 not go back. And I think what's been important in, in this in this season, I told I told my church early. I said one of the worst things you can do during this is is read your Bible too much. And why I is said, that? Explain that. Because I said you need to read. You need to read you. You need to sit down with yourself and allow God to. You know, the Bible talks about Jesus says the Holy Spirit. Because I really think the Holy Spirit's being poured out. And he's going to lead you to all truth. And, mm-hmm. the, and and we're so busy. We were so busy 
that our, everything was out of whack. And God's like sitting down and saying, look, let's deal with, let's deal with you. Cause the tendency, like the woman at the well is to, to spiritualize things. You know, Jesus was, Jesus was coming at her. She was like, well, let's talk about the second coming. He's like, no, no, no. Let's bring it back to them husbands you got, right? Let's bring it back to, let's bring it back to this dysfunction, you know, that you're living in. That's what I want to deal with. And I think I told him, like, don't don't start getting super spiritual. Let's deal with this mess in your own house. Here's an opportunity to see how your kids are out of control, your finances out of control, your marriage is cold, ice cold, you know what I'm saying? Ain't nothing popping off, you know, in there in that room. So look, let's let's really let's really deal with you and let's talk about the text, the, the embodied text that God has made is making. So that's what that's what I said. And let's it's the time to deal with your your dysfunction and your need for freedom and really prioritize who's important in your life. Mm. And that's what I told them. Like, don't, don't just get this over and just expect wow. to come through. Like, this is a time to get reconciled. I, t- I told people like, call that dad that you never, that, that left you. Mm. Right? Call him, tell him, I'm sorry. If you got kids that you are connected to, call them, right? Call the ex-girlfriend. And, and and forgive her, whatever it is, or you ask for forgiveness, like get this stuff reconciled and then come back to a pure worship. Wow. Deep. And that I don't, is deep. You know, that I don't know if people are ready for that. So so have you had any pushback on that experience? No. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'm a, I'm, no. No. I'm gonna be honest with you. We we went through, and I think, you know. The reason, so our church is a is really a relaunch. Mm-hmm. Changed our name, and Pastor Pastor Ron pastored this church. The so church you messed it up, and you had to come fix it. No, he didn't mess it up. We were gonna say, "Oh man, t- Pastor, no, you got some explaining no. to do." Come on, <laughs> come on, you know, that's funny. Church is money. No, we've actually pastored two of the same churches before, same district, and now he he actually really brought in the foundation that we needed. Uh, and as, as long as he served, and um, but we we had to figure out a couple a couple of years ago, probably about four five years ago, we had to ask the question like, who is this church for? Mm. That was the question we wrestled with That's for deep. about a year or two. Who is the church for? Is it for us, or is it for those who, you know, are unchurched? Or and once we once we really decided and saw that's not it's not for us. It's for those who need God. Then mm. that. That changed it, and then you know people people leave that they're not with it, you know. But we have had full support. We have pushback, we have safe pushback, but no, not at this point. At this point, we're all unified under one vision and one purpose, and so. And that's what Pastor Carl was saying. I don't know if you if you caught him where he was saying, mm-hmm. um, you know, maybe the church could do more if we tore it down and built it a corner store, like a grocery store. Right. Then we can actually serve the community because right Mm -hmm. now you look at all these churches and how many churches are like you said. And I think that's a good point. Is that church there for that community or are they just there? Period. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Chuck had mentioned fusion and uh, we were together uh, during uh, something in Andrews at the time uh, called fusion. And uh, I think that really burned something in me about what's possible. And I mean, we we saw, you know, I think the max was eleven hundred people that could be in um in the center. How was it Howard Amy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And so I remember some nights, so I was on the worship team for that. Um, and I remember some nights it'd be 10 30 and 
people, the, the fusion is over and, and people don't want to leave. Like they, they standing there begging to keep singing. And this is young adults. And I just thought, man, this is possible. Like this, this is what the church could be. And uh, if, if you really just let it, let it be. And that was a once a month thing. Right. Right. And I mean, honestly, good church attendance statistically is like once a month across mm. the board. So if somebody comes to your church once a month, like I ain't mad. I'm like, man, thanks for showing up. <laughs> so, <laughs> so like, if it, if, it, if it takes one one thing a month, if it takes let's let's do the storefront, whatever it takes, man, we got to do it. That's what's up. That's what's up. And we got we got some other people from Andrews on here saying Fusion was their was their favorite. I definitely look yeah. forward to that once once a month. It, it was it was yeah. an amazing experience, and again, it was kind of to me, it was a, a a taste of heaven. Like we can all come together, and it wasn't just like what you. I think you're, one of the key points you made is that it was young people. It wasn't just like older people who you know, yeah, they they're mature and they come together and they're doing this thing for God. It was like, nah, I'm going to fusion tonight. Like, oh, you're trying to do this? Nah, I'm going to fusion. <laughs> so then here's my criticism. Here, so here's my criticism. Right, is mm-hmm. that I was one of those. I came from an unchurched family. Right, I wasn't. I'm not. A seventh level at Venice, <laughs> and so and so, you guys have had this experience. Y'all went to Andrews. All these people went to Andrews, right? Y'all come or out Oakwood. of Andrews or Shout Oakwood, out to Oakwood, right? And I don't know that experience, right? And I think that goes back to what we're saying. Like, so y'all just kept that to yourself. Is that what you're telling me? Yeah, <laughs> uh, uh, Chuck, that's what you trying to tell me, bro. You you just gonna. Well, I, I think I think, and I want to hear Pastor T- uh, Terrence's thoughts. I think part of it is just like, like I also went to HBCU, so it's like I had this other unique experience of going to Norfolk State University and seeing, like, Ooh. you know, even though the media shows like, oh, black people are in crime and this, like, everybody I went to, yes, yeah, some of us were, were, were from the hood, but I know them as dentists now. They're lawyers, and it's like, like I remember what we, you know, they were out partying, clubbing, and doing whatever. But I've seen like that migration, see that change and seen like there's a spectrum of black people. And I don't think necessarily we see that in the church that or we embrace that there's a spectrum of, you know, God's people. Yeah. I'm not buying it, bro. I ain't buying it. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to say y'all been stingy with these worship experiences because I ain't seen it. How about that? You're right. You're right. You know, you need a You need a liberative space. And that's what HBCU does is it's a liberative space where, especially as a black person, you don't have to be black. I mean, blackness, you know, you don't have to be, if you've ever been in a place where you're the only black person, you have to perform blackness. When you're in a, right. when you're in HBCU, there's such a range of blackness that your performance of blackness can be, you know, fit in the context because our, all of our blackness, everything from, you know, Kanye West to Herman Cain. I mean, it's a, it's a huge spectrum, you know what I'm saying? But you're right. Churches that have not been liberative enough spaces to empower people to create a, a worship service based on need and not on preference is very rare. And usually in a, in a school setting like that, I mean, it's an institutional place. So they know at the end of the day, they're going to redirect everything because that's why Fusion doesn't exist, honestly. Uh, because it, it got a little too liberative. It got a little too expressive. And it, it you know, over time, it was like, this is a little too much. So, um, yeah, we need spaces that say, hey, let's give us the, you know, let's, let's carve this out. 
and let's do something amazing. I really think this is this is a fusion experience. I love the Sabbath morning show. Look, if I could do this, and I'll be a little controversial here. Well, I already it's am okay, brother. It's, it's okay. We're not it's, sponsored it's by me. the conference. Right. <laughs> okay. So in my church to tell you this story, we canceled Sabbath school mm. about five years ago. That sounds controversial to me. Want to hear more? Because it sucked. <laughs> nobody comes nobody comes it was terrible you know and it's just like nope why are we like why like why and and the purpose was it wasn't meeting the need it wasn't growing anything and i mean we canceled across the board man Mm, honestly like i mean it was adult all the way now because like how did you go about implementing that? I mean, that's a big change. That is a big change. Yes. Well, what I've learned and what, what has been a good practice with the church and anywhere really is it's what we call experimenting in the margins. Mm. So we did it. It was just an experiment. We said, let's do it for the summer, right? Summertime, let's just not have it for the summer. And um, once, you know, once you do something for like eight weeks, people get an opportunity to kind of think, well, maybe, yeah, maybe we need to redo it. And really the foundational thing was nobody was teaching the kids. Mm. So, you know, that's always a struggle. Like, you know, and so we're like, we're not going to put all our resources on ourselves, on the adults and, and abandon the kids. So until we can teach the kids and we, we mm-hmm. can forget this. Wow. And we faced a, we faced a, um, uh, a, a similar experience where we were attempting to, um, Cause nobody was like you said, nobody was showing up that early, but everybody stayed late. So we was like, well, why don't right. we flip the time? Yeah, yeah, bro, mm-hmm. bro, you you thought you thought somebody was 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 talking about tearing down a building. <laughs> <laughs> right. so, I mean, go ahead. our church service was late because of that. Mm. Our church service starts at one. And that was a, we've been doing that for about three years. Uh-huh. And that was a, that was a summer experiment too. Because so, people uh, were coming late. Right, right. So by, <laughs> by making this. Well, we might as well start at 1230. <laughs> exactly. Right, right, right. Who, who, who's telling us we need to be here at this time? Who's making this mandatory? <laughs> well, you know, honestly, we had to look at our neighborhood. When we said, who is this church for? We did something very simple called, and I would encourage every church to do this. It's very simple. It's called a window survey. It's very simple. You get in your car, you drive around, and you look out the window. It's that simple. Mm. And we would do that at 11 in our neighborhood. Everybody's fixing their cars. Because our neighborhood is working, working class poor, right, for the most part. They work every day of the week. Saturday is really not a good day. It's really hot here. So to start at 9 30, 11, there was people were always doing something. And then when we started to see that, okay, in the afternoons, about three or four, we see some uh, blow up tents popping up. We see birthday parties, we see barbecues, right? People, you know, when you go around, you see, okay, who, who's walking their dog? Who, what, you know, all those things. We started to see, okay, the, what fits really good is the afternoon. If they were going to come, it would be the afternoon. The morning does not fit. And mm-hmm. once we were able to kind of, you know, build around what our community needs, then that's how we made the decision. So it wasn't like a personal preference thing. Sure. But it really was like, yeah. And it, it was a pretty interesting experience that when we when we switched to one, I thought, I thought, it was, man, week seven, I was ready to pull the plug. 
Because it was looking bad. Yeah, it was looking bad. I was like, oh, we dropped in the tennis. Like, oh, man, we dropped down. It was bad. I was like, man, this is a bad idea. Because <laughs> we were doing we were doing one and six. Uh-huh. We tried one and, two services, one and six. And we get like 10 people at the six o'clock service. I was like, man, this is this is bad. But then about week seven, we had three, I remember week seven, we had three couples who hadn't been to church in about two years show up. Wow. Okay, walking in the door. And I remember the week before, the week I was going to announce that we were going back to 11, my head elder stopped me. Before I went up, he said, Pastor, we got to keep this. We got to keep this. That's what's up. That's what's up. (laughs) So you mean to tell me your church is actually doing some type of service and ministry? Hmm. Hey, man. That's a novel idea. (laughs) Right, right. You mean you don't do programs? You do ministry? We got to do ministry. We actually tease. We say church doesn't start when you get here. It starts with you when you leave. Mm. That's what we tell them. And we say, like, church service is really kind of the locker room. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. that's our locker room when we leave. Because like everywhere that. you go is a church. Like, hey. this is church. This is, a, this is an amazing church. And, like, everywhere you go is church. But we just kind of come here to, you know, get in that locker room and figure out what we're getting ready to do. Hey, wow. all right, Coach. I I, I know. I, <laughs> I like that. I like that. We, we, we got to go. We got to get out of here soon. But I have okay. one last question. One last You're question right. for you. Do you really be hungry when you be preaching? Mm. <laughs> In your sermon, you was like, man, I can't preach too long, man. <laughs> I got to get some food. <laughs> no, it's true. That's actually because we started one. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. I'll be, be kind of hungry, man. Real talk. Yeah. Our service, <laughs> interestingly enough, is an hour. Oh, yeah. Just the one whole, hour. The whole Not like one, one hour. hour plus another whole, hour plus another. The whole, the whole thing? The How whole you do thing? that? It's hard. I'm the biggest <laughs> culprit. I am the biggest culprit of that too. It's really hard to do. But we yeah. do have a little food before, but I just never get a chance to get it. Mm. Yeah, I, I don't know if your if your homeboy passed around. I don't know if he could do that. No, he can't. He, it ain't, <laughs> it, see, it ain't I, in his blood. No, but see, you know what? I give him I give him the credit for that because you know he's so passionate about it, man. He's gonna preach. I'm just lying to myself. I could preach 50 minutes easy too, but uh, I, I'm just glad he just preaches till till he gets to work. He did come and preach. Maybe you actually find that we did our launch day, our, our celebration, and he he did pretty good, man. He did 45 minutes. I was shocked. What? Well, I told him, man, go ahead, take, yeah, he did 45. Wow, he did I didn't know it's possible. It's possible. Wow. Do it. That's a, so. Here's another question: Has yes, he sir. always worn those tight pants? <laughs> oh, that's a good question. I'm gonna I'm gonna give him I'm gonna give him a good seven years on the tight pants. Oh wow. That's a, wow, that's a long I'm give him a good seven. So, so yeah. he's locked into those. Those ain't gonna come. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's, you know, he, he's a he always dresses well. He you know, he he stays. I mean, we're on West Coast. You know, he's been out there in that West Coast. We got that little West Coast swag, you know. So sure, sure. he's not afraid. Yeah, yeah. He's not afraid to do what he needs to do. <laughs> well pastor it's been good to have you on here we appreciate you coming tell us tell the people where they can find you okay you can find us on newmovement.church um that's our website uh we do um you know we have our websites we're getting there you know it's always one of those you know the, the, we're actually kind of relaunching some things in the fall too but newmovement.church we're on instagram on facebook 
And then you could find me if you want. I just Terrence Taylor. I'm on Instagram, Facebook, things like that. Oh, this has been this has been dope, Pastor. Um, we ain't even get to talk about the sermon highlights, man. Cause man, man, we had we gonna have to have you back for that one. Cause I know. I, listen, and I think you know the Bible says like the word of God is good for for reproach, right? So I I, mm-hmm. I was looking at I was listening to you like what you see that I don't see, man. <laughs> like, what, is, what is happening here? So we definitely right. gotta have you back to talk about that. Reimagining love, Egypt, yeah. man. <laughs> yeah. I would love to, I would love to, and I would love to hear your conversations about music. I thought y'all was gonna get real controversial because I want to talk about that WAP. There's some good work. <laughs> Look, not the worship the, and praise one, right? No, 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 the real one. This this some this some good good theological work going on in uh Ricardo B and Men in the Sky. So I had to listen to the show. I listened to the show first to see if we was gonna go there, but oh yeah, man, I love we, to talk about that. We we be short on time. The last time, you know, if the ser- if the sermon was pre-recorded, then we would have yeah. kept going. Then we would have yeah, yeah, you're right. We would have kept going, but we we got time crunch. We don't want to we don't want to eat in, and Pastor gonna that's pop up good. out here and be like, no, "What y'all doing?" <laughs> that's all good. Thank you, man. Yeah, wait, wait a minute. Do we? So where's where's your album? You over here playing? Ooh, it? I'm working on it. You playing a piano I'm, and singing at the same time? I'm working on it. I'm working on it. Real talk. Can I we get some piano a, lessons? You actually can look up. We did a project. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm not good at piano lessons. We're working on some stuff, actually. We have we have done a project a couple years ago. It's on uh, YouTube. But, uh, yeah, we as a church, we did a church project. So we re, we're revamping that and got a new one coming out called The Mixtape. So we're working on it. All right. Looking forward to it. Because, you know, we celebrate that... Uh, our, our, our brothers and sisters in Christ when when they when they putting out their music. So thank you, man. Definitely. I'll send it to you. We we'll get it done. Absolutely. Yeah. We'll do a, we'll when do when a whole show. Done, come back on. The, yeah, come back on the show. We will talk about that plus anything else, man. It's it's been an honor, a privilege, man. We're so thankful to have you on the show. We look thank forward you. to the next time you come out. And I, I love the shirt. You know, we all here repping our yes, Christian tees. God is dope. The yeah. <laughs> yes, sir. I love that so, God is dope. Love that. Oh, one. yeah. So thanks again, everyone, for chilling with us, for hanging with us. We got to go. We're over time, but we appreciate you watching the morning show. It's been real. We out. Peace.